What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe. As always, we drop daily YouTube shorts, TikToks, and Instagram reels. So make sure you guys follow us and subscribe to all three platforms. And for audio pl- platform listeners, make sure you guys download the podcast. And if you enjoy it, give us a five star rating. We'll, we will definitely appreciate that. Um, without a further ado, let's get right into it. Soccer season is this weekend, officially. Officially, well, Premier League officially. Yeah, but like I guess soccer in general is back, not including the MLS. Just just to be uh, clear, European football, football. is back. Um, so let's get right into it. Well, obviously, you know, it's no secret now that we're Manchester United fans, even though I'm wearing a Barcelona shirt. Well, EPL wise is the biggest league we follow, so we'll we'll discuss that mainly, preview that a little bit. Um, just a, just a heads up to everybody, we will not be giving our standing predictions we will be dropping another video hopefully this weekend um sometime soon um you guys will find out who we believe is in a win the league relegation european spots etc so stay tuned for that um yeah so let's just get into the preview in general um opening weekend manchester city burnley start we're not going to go through every game or anything we're just saying manchester city and burnley because that's the first game the first game of the season that's on friday right yeah so in two days from no. The video drop. No. Video drops Thursday. <laughs> so Friday is the... Oh, yeah. Thursday, Thursday Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Bro, this timing is going to be messed up. Yeah. Um, obviously, City, uh, we mentioned the Community Shield. They kind of struggled, mainly Holland. Um, now, obviously, take it with a grain of salt. At the end of the day, a trophy is a trophy, for sure. But it's a preseason trophy still. And we go from there. And without spoiling our picks... Obviously, City will be one of the favorites, again, so to win it all. You're bringing back that dynamic duo. Erling Haaland has had a couple of stinkers, though. So, that, um, But I still anticipate him arguably being... The, we'll give a prediction for whoever goal of the year is, player of the year is. Or, um, sorry, who scores the most goals and player of the year, etc. Yeah, um, I think Haaland on like the six-game um, drought where like he hasn't scored... And I think in, the, like, the bigger games, like, I'm not counting the preseason or anything like that. So, yeah, I mean, last year, he also had a shit community shield and uh, just absolutely took off when the first game happened. Yeah. So, we'll see if that happens again this year. But, like, City should be the favorites, right? Like, they have the best squad still. And then you, they added in, what, Josko Gvordial now, the best young defender the in the world. The rumor get Lucas Paqueta from West Ham. Um, so yeah, Lucas actually one of West Ham's top players. Yeah, yeah that was um, just one of. That. We'll get into West Ham in a second because they made some, they reportedly made some moves, but we'll get into that in a second. But yeah, I mean, City are acting like greedy bastards because like they're just bringing in everyone at this rate. <laughs> they did lose uh, Ilke Gundogan. They didn't really replace him, but at the same time, they're so like, deep. Kovacic it matter. could get something done. For yeah, them. so um, obviously that's the kickoff match. Burnley, a team that gets called up for the first time um vincent company yeah last time they played it was in the fa cup and burnley got spanked 5-0 i think it was six but or yeah six zero but they got no spanked, um, burnley dominated the championship um let's see I, I feel like they'll do fine in the league i think vincent company's done a lot of good stuff for them now granted i didn't watch the championship but considering how far ahead they were i think they clinched the promotion spot the first spot pretty early no they did early right um the thing what like i like about company is like his mindset is like 
pretty insane because like when he was asked about he like, has a big head for a reason he's a big head <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like when he was asked um like how do you feel about like you know winning the championship and all that stuff his mentality was like we're not the best team in a championship even though you technically are yeah but he's like we're the 21st best team in england yeah no so, it like, makes sense so like i feel like he has the players locked in right now. Granted, he we didn't know if he would have been in those relegated teams like Leeds, but obviously on paper, yeah, what he said was tr- absolutely true. Um, made it to the what semifinals or the quarterfinals of that FA Cup? Quarterfinals, I think. Yeah, and then, yeah, um, excited to come back on that. Um, what Company. teams are outside of Manchester United, which we'll get into, we'll close it off with a little bit of Manchester United because they play Monday. Which teams are you looking out, f- oh, looking to watch? Like, are you excited to watch or you're looking forward to watching or you just keeping an eye on? Burnley is definitely one, like we yeah. mentioned, right? First place, that dominant. Like, I would expect you guys to like avoid relegation. Usually, right? there's one promoted team that like does decent, yeah. Like, like I would expect Burnley like to avoid top relegation. half sometimes or close to the top half. Yeah, I, I would expect that to be Burnley because yeah. like look how much they dominated championship. And they last got year. rid of Woot Weghurst. Oh yeah, that's a big that's a big <laughs> ad. Getting rid of Woot Weghurst would definitely Unloan, help. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, Burnley is definitely one of them. Another one I want to see that I've been a fan of their window so far was Liverpool because I like how they you know uh, kind of like got rid you of their midfield. You again or some? Uh, you're high on them. I'm high on Liverpool. Like, similar to how you were high on, like, Craig Anderson, or sorry, not Craig Anderson, um, Corpus, Allo. Corpus Allo for Ottawa. You were the opposite of me on the Houston reaction, for example. You have, like, a lot of people, again, I think Liverpool will finish uh, near the top. Again, I'm not going to disclose where we put, I put them, but they're, like, react, like, I'm watching, you know, YouTubers that watch, like, it's, like, Mini Mentor, for example, like, he's a soccer guy, he does his predictions, I think Danny Aarons, these guys. They put, like, Liverpool... Well, I know watching Mini Minter's today prediction, he put them, like, in Europa League or Conference League spot, I think. Or even Europa League spot. So, I, I you mean, are high on them, pretty sure. I am high because, like... I think they'll be better. They address their weaknesses, right? Like, they're, you they, know, they so... Should, they're, like, they're on trying paper, to get... They're you you, you want to know the Lavi update? What? Addressing their weaknesses, the guy they wanted to bring in, Chelsea offered the bid instead, and because the they're not Liverpool's not meeting up to the demand. Now I don't know how much of that if that is a play by um, uh, Southampton to like ex- either accept or be like, oh yeah, we're gonna accept Chelsea's bid unless you want to offer or match or offer more, right? So it could still be you know tactics in terms of um, negotiations, but yeah, like you're high on Liverpool, obviously. We have cousins that are Liverpool. Jeevan is a Liverpool fan. His brother, his dad. So we always have a rivalry there. But yeah, no, I think they'll be good. Like I think they'll contend for top four. But I don't think they're like heads and heels above, except for Man City. They're below them. No one is heads and heels. City and everybody. Like I feel like United, um, Arsenal, and um, Liverpool will compete like neck and neck type. Yeah, of no, thing. it's City and everybody else. Yeah, yeah. right now, and then. Uh, yeah, I mean, lack of a six kind of concerns me, but like the fact that you added in McAllister and the Hungarian Leipzig player that I st- we still don't know how to pronounce his name, uh, I think that's a big add because you got younger and you kind of have a little bit more energy in the midfield. And McAllister is gonna be, uh, my prediction, definitely like top three. Sum- yeah, I mean, yeah, they still have Curtis Jones there. They, for me personally, um, injuries is the key thing. Right. Yeah, and how, how stagnant is Klopp's 
system now. Because clearly, for the last few years, um, especially last year with the, with the injuries, it's been kind of stagnant. Like, they've had stinkers. Now, yes, they whooped Man United's ass. But at the same time, they've had stinkers. Like, put out stinkers, right? Ever since Man United beat them, that's when they kind of went downhill uh, at the beginning of the year, and they can't really recover. On top of that, they have AFCON to worry about. So, which means uh, their best player literally is out. And you don't have like a Mane, who was also on Afcon leave back then, um, no longer there. Is Luis Diaz going to be healthy, or is Darwin Nunez going to finish those chances? Again, I think Darwin Nunez will bounce back. So I think that, like I'm also I'm because I'm a, like their attacks are good. We know that. Yeah. And if their defense is healthy, their defense is pretty good because Van Dijk and Kanate are a good pairing is, at the back. Yeah. So we'll see with like the fullbacks, that, especially as Trent was rumored appointed her cousin. Um, center mid is he staying right back because we know his defensive woes back there Ro- so. Ro- robertson's still good yeah like I, um, there's no issues with robertson right. for me allison's still one of the best so it's just that van dyke Con- Kanate partnership because i think i think Kanate was injured and then when, like joe gomez came in and like joe gomez struggled a lot so their, their defense Not wasn't the best too, i think but yeah uh i'm gonna give a team chelsea now we already filmed our um video uh or, you know, assuming that video comes out um stuff has changed in terms of transfer window which we'll get to west ham in a second but i'm looking at chelsea for obvious reasons they're 12th place last year they got martin mauricio pochettino in but and cuckoo just got injured and he's out like for a couple of months yeah so that's the, that that's was their big, big addition they are legit going the kind of like the traditional northern sorry north american style rebuild right they bring in the young guys um, got rid of all the old guys or guys that are there for a couple of years. That Pochettino was like, you know what? Let's just get a clean slate. Let's go. Their ownership isn't being heavily involved like they were last year. You know, pressure's on, on Mudrick, right? With add-ons as a 100 million player, hasn't scored yet. He's given the number 10 shirt, right? So there's pressure there. You still have Raheem Sterling huh, for leadership purposes. Reese James is your captain, but is he going to be healthy? We don't know, yeah, right? Yeah, he so injuries. He's been injury, and he's arguably the best right back in the league. Um, so um, that's the team I'm looking out for. Just because they finished twelfth, I have them. I think they'll be finishing higher than they should. Um, higher than that, I think they should be competing for Europe for sure. So that's that's definitely a team I'm keeping an eye out for. And I'm gonna throw another team. I want to see Luton Town just cause they're like this. Cause the reason why I'm looking at them is like, like I don't know their roster, right? Like I'm not gonna pretend to know their roster, but. They were like exposed to like not even make it to the Premier League because of some financial constraints. Their stadium is literally like in the middle of nowhere type of thing, like in, connected to like a house. It's like in the neighborhood, like or something, in the neighbor, right? like a proper neighborhood type of thing, and their stadium super small, right? I just want to. I'm just intrigued to see that. I mean, it'll be it'll be so weird just seeing games happening there. It's yeah, gonna be like what, like how Coyotes were playing in a college arena. I feel like that would be the same thing with Luton Town because like it just feels like you're just playing in a normal park like a Sunday League Park type thing. Uh, a team that I'm looking for is going to be West Ham United, <laughs> right? So a good transition. <laughs> because uh, West Ham lost Declan Rice. They're, um, they're in a Europa League spot. They didn't really replace him too. They're, well, the rumor now, so the rumor is, I'll, I'll allude to that rumor now. Number one rumor to replace him was Scott McTominay, but Man United didn't hold a high price for him, so I, I don't think they'll get him unless they meet, they add him with the guy they got, which is James Ward-Prowse, which is, I think, almost agreed. I'm not, I don't think there's a Fabrizio Romano here we go yet. And another guy they got, it's a almost here we go, 
is Harry Maguire. <laughs> so now it's good for Harry Maguire. He will uh, get playing time there, probably center back and um, stay in the Premier League. He won't have the whole attention on him like he did. McMahon United at the end of the day is the biggest club in England. Yeah, with bias, without bias, whatever you want to say, there or you could say fine. They're, they're tied with Liverpool for the biggest club in England in terms of um, not attention, terms of tro- attention. Yeah, and obviously Harry Maguire for eighty mil, there's attention there. So now he'll be out of the limelight because he did decent with Leicester at the end of the day, right? So is he gonna be Leicester or is he gonna be Man United version? West Ham. It was a hard. That was the hardest team for me to predict because. Part of me is like, okay, they're probably going to get relegated. Part of me is like, nah, they could still compete for Europe. And they're in a European competition. That's so where, that's where is their heads going to be? Are they going to focus on the European competition? Because they did lose Declan Rice, who was their best player by far last year. And now who's their best player? Lucas Paqueta, who might go to City. How are they going to replace him? Um, yeah. Yeah, so. so that's where I was like, that's where the interest, like I wanted to, uh, I was interested in because like, the fact that they're in a Europe Europa League spot, right? Like I just don't know. Is this like have they been in Europa League before? I don't remember. Was it, or was that Conference League? The year before. Last year they won Conference League to qualify for the Europa. Yeah, League. but like the year before. They didn't. No. They, so last remember they qualified for the Conference League. So the year before. Oh uh, yeah, okay, they were in the Conference League. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm an idiot. So um, yeah. So I'm just like interested because like now they're in like a, a decent European tournament. So like, are they? gonna focus on that more or are they gonna focus on the Premier League more or how they're gonna how is Dave Moyes gonna balance out the lineups he's type thing right yeah so I'm gonna go to my next question here managers on like what's the word hot list hot seat hot seat sorry who's on the hot seat David Moyes has to be one of them considering how bad he finished last year like he the only reason why he didn't get sacked was because he was doing good in the conference league I think that's the only reason why I mean, so like, uh, there's something that's like, there's a reason why you keep keep, and there's also a reason why you have to let him go. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's definitely gonna be one. Klopp, Klopp is gonna be one. Yeah, if Liverpool shit the bed again, I think Klopp's gonna be one. I feel like Tottenham's coach is always on the hot seat, so I'm gonna just put. I'm, I'm, I'm not even gonna put Pochettino under like the way that Todd Boy is firing coaches. Well, he's not involved now. That's why I don't think he's gonna be. Yeah, I mean you're right, but he they did say that he's not gonna be involved this year as much as he was last year. So that's what that's that's what gives me um some hope for Pochettino to stay. Uh just because of that reason. And two, like realistically we did the same thing with Ten Hag. Like we gotta back him and the Chelsea are backing Pochettino. Right? So at the end of the day, like back to the Pochettino quickly, he's still a very good coach and he did well with Southampton with all those young pieces. He's gonna have a young team again this year and I think he'll be fine. So I think he's going to be fine, but I feel like I just got to put Ange out there because, like, Todd, you already hear what Conte said and Mourinho said, so you might as well put him there, right? So, yeah, I mean, yeah, so David Moyes and, like, Klopp are the, my two big Wolverhampton already fired their coach, or, like, they already separated. They already ways. separated. Lopetegui already. Look, he stepped down because of differences, yeah. Yeah, like, two, few Which days before. Which means Man United are probably going to lose. Yeah, they're but. playing Wolves, so... The new coach bounce. I don't know who they did. Do you know who they brought in? Yeah, they, um, let me just double check. Uh, they hired O'Neill and his name, full name, Gary O'Neill. Gary O'Neill, I think. Has been was... appointed as a new head coach. Um, former Bo- or Bournemouth boss. Okay, yeah. And I just feel like there's gonna be like one of those little teams that coaches gonna be in the hot seat, like maybe, uh, like maybe Everton's. Sean Jaish, if they're like yeah. still battling relegation, um, 
but yeah, I mean, I don't think there should be anyone else. Like, well, like, the like obviously the big name coaches. Not, I want to say Pep. I want to say Arteta. Really, maybe Pep, Arteta. Who knows? No, no. If Arteta, they're doing bad, like Arteta I could see Ten Hag on the hot seat if Man United shit the bed. Ten Hag, Arteta, and Klopp. Uh, no. Ten Hag, Arteta, and Pep aren't getting fired. Eddie Howe as well. Eddie Howe's not getting fired this that's year. So that's oh, sorry. That's another team I want to do. Um, I'm curious to see is Newcastle's year a fluke last year. Oh yeah, that that that's true. That's the only thing I want. They to added see in Sandro Tonali. They added in Harvey Barnes. They lost Alan Saint Maximin. Yeah, uh, one of the. But he didn't fit their system, anyways. But still, a but he was one really on one. good. Like, he was still, he really, was still good. really good. Um, yeah. So th- those are the coaches. Like Eddie Howe's like yeah, he doesn't fit our system, but he still starts them yeah. because he's just that good. Okay, so sticking to the coaches, who will be your top three and ultimate manager of the year? Early prediction. Early prediction. Because obviously he's go. gonna tie down to your current. Like manager of the year, yeah. Like guest manager of the year, guest man. Like predict your manager of the year and then give your top three. So like go three, two, one. If, in your opinion, okay. So obviously Pep's gonna be one, just cause like one, like he'll win it or like he he's on the top three. Uh, he's in the top three. I don't know if he's gonna win it just because he's already won too many, like uh, like league titles already. So yeah. I don't know how much that's gonna balance in, but I'm. I'm going to say it. I don't think Unai Emery is going to be in the top three. Okay. Aston Villa's coach. Well, to be honest, they released the top six, but so we wouldn't really know who the top three is. But in our opinion, yeah, you're right. Unai Emery. So I'm going to go... Should I go six or three? Just, just keep it three? Just keep it three. All right, I'm going to go... You know, I'm, not gonna, I'm just going to take out Pep because I just feel like he's a default. So like I feel like it's a boring answer. So I'm going to go with uh, Unai Emery. But you're also predicting the winner at the end of the day. <laughs> Huh? You're also predicting the winner. I'll just make it four. I'm just gonna make it four because okay, Pep's always automatically yeah, in there. Yeah, fine. So you got Pep. You got. I'm gonna say Unai Emery. I'm gonna say uh, Arteta and Ten Hag. Who's winning it? Is Pep. It Pep? <laughs> it's okay. probably Pep. I okay. So for me, it's obviously Pep is gonna be there. I'm gonna be biased for Ten Hag because there's motivation for United this year, hopefully. And then yeah, if United finish like arguably top two. He he might have a chance. Same thing with Arteta. Arteta, oh, I'm surprised he didn't win it last year. But um, I'm throwing in Pochettino. I am because I feel like that. I feel like Chelsea's gonna have a big jump. So that's me personally. As much as I don't like Chelsea as a fan, but being a fan of Pochettino in general, and I feel like Chelsea making a big jump. For like I said, let's just say they go 12 to even fourth. I feel like he'll be in consideration. Now, will he win it? I don't know. My winner will be. I'm gonna just be biased. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Ten Hag. You're but just say Ten Hag. Just cause I mean, one of us has got to be a little bit biased, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Ten Hag. Uh, no, I'll give it to Arteta. I'll give it to Arteta. You give it to Arteta. I'll give it to Arteta. Um, so I'm saying Arteta, Poch, and Ten Hag will be the three finalists. And mm. like you said, a cop on answer is Pep. But I'm, I'm I don't think Pep will win it this year personally. Yeah, I, I feel like it's he, the only way he wins it is if it's like he's a landslide winner by like. Halfway through again, like if, if City just dominating. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, one comment I would make about City, I feel like they're gonna have like a different style of winning this year because I feel like City, obviously, City can win in many ways. Yeah, but I feel like bulk of their wins will be coming back, like coming from like their defending and goalkeeping. Yeah, because of like you know, John Stones, Ruben Diaz, Gavardial, Kyle Walker, Nathan Ake, Akanji. Like that's a pretty solid defensive group, and you did, like you said, lose Gundogan, and I'm I'm pretty sure Bernardo Silva 
Yeah, he's looking like he's right? staying. He's looking like he's staying. But Kyle Walker is staying because he was rumored to go to Byron. He was rumored to go to, right? So I just feel like they just beefed up the defense. I feel like they're going to be like, I don't feel like they'll be as dominating, like getting those five, six zero wins, but like they'll be able to like hold out teams and like survive with two I goals. I mean, yeah, they'll be, they're still in the Champions League and obviously all the other competitions. So I feel like they are the treble winner. So pressure is on. I feel like, I feel like they might like, you know, be the best defensive team by that. I mean, like allow the least goals okay. this year. All right. Moving on, let's go. Like last thing, I don't, I don't really know who, all, who are all the, all the other young players. So I'm gonna go with just player of the year. To give your top three. And player who do you of think the year. It? Go with Bakayo Saka. Winning it? No, I'm putting it in my list. Oh, okay. Go with Bakayo Saka. Go with Mohamed Salah. And I'll go with Kevin De Bruyne. Okay, I'm going. Who's winning? Who's winning? De Bruyne. Okay, so I'm going Bruno Fernandez. I feel like this is the year he'll get the jump. He's the captain now. I don't think he'll win it. Um, I'm still going Erling Holland, and I'm gonna go by Bakayo Saka. And I think this could be the year Saka wins it. Same way with Saka. Yeah, I I just feel like that that tandem might win it this year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's kind of hard to pick. Like, you could obviously pick Salah. You could like, I could pick, pick Rashford if I wanted. You could to, pick any. I'm you swapping. I'm, I don't want to pick both, obviously, but I'm picking Bruno this time because I feel like he is highly underrated, in my opinion. I feel like you think that too, and he might finally get the recognition this year. The thing, like, the reason why I didn't pick like the other guys, I feel like anyone from Man United. Because I feel like Man United, if they're gonna do anything, I don't think it's gonna be like a standout player like last year. Like Rashford stood out out of everyone else. Well, yeah, because Bruno it, it fell under Rashford. the radar. But yeah, but yeah. it was Rashford, right? At the end of the day, like this team needed Rashford to like win because Rashford was the only one. Rashford was only. It might be the goals. same thing this year, honestly. So let's transition to Man United. Yeah, no, I feel like it's gonna be. I, I don't feel like it's gonna be that. I feel like it's gonna be more like you know team wins. Like everyone's gonna chip in type of thing. So you're finally saying like we're gonna have a team style. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get carried. Like, Are you sure we, with that with our striker injuries right now? <laughs> uh, who knows, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I, okay. Let's just finish off with Man United before we go to the rest of Europe here quickly. Um, obviously, we should have done Man United before we did the predictions, but they play Monday. Wolverhampton, like I said, Wolverhampton fired their coach, which means new coach bump. Let's see what happens. But for me, like I said, I depending on how the rest of the window finishes out, we're, we're supposed to replace Maguire with Pavard or Tadibo. Um, we're still rumored to get Amrabat with Fred leaving. We're still rumored. Hopefully, we get another striker. I still think we need a striker, even though Martial's back. He's an injury waiting to happen, right? Um, and Hodgland. Hodgland has like a weird back stress fracture thing that could cause if he keeps playing a lot. So we have to be careful with that, especially with him being 20 years old. So with Nani United, expectation is still win the league, but I think the realistic thing is second. Um, now that doesn't mean I put them there. You guys have to wait for that video. Um, for me, it's just like, can you just be continue? Can, can Ten Hag still do what he's been doing? I feel like they have the players in that mindset now because Ten Hag is a no nonsense coach. Literally, he says something to the media and he kicks out the team player right after, right? Like McGuire, same thing, right? De Gea, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronaldo. So he's clearly shown he's a no nonsense coach. Like he benched Rashford because he was 30 seconds late that Wolverhampton game. Like, before yeah, he, showed up, before he, showed he came, up, yeah, they he showed up late for training. Yeah, so and Rashford said that's perfect. That's what we needed. Didn't, and players admit that they didn't have that with Ole, for example. So, I think they'll have a good season. I think they'll finish 
hopefully in the top four. But for me, Man United, um, it's just the consistency. Is do we have is our ownership going to be sold? We don't know. Are the new signings going to fit in well? They are fitting his system, right? Mason Mount, Andre Onana are two big ones there. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see from there. So that's for yeah. For me, I just feel like they're going to be the same team as they were last year. Right, maybe a little bit more, you know, sharper, a little bit more cleaned up. But I don't think from last year, like, what do you think the step forward is? Obviously, you know, title, title. But I don't think they're, they're in the Champions League this year, so the competition's higher there too. Yeah, so I don't think like they're gonna win a big one, like a Champions League or a Premier League. I don't think they're set up for that. But I definitely do feel like they're gonna repeat what they did last like year. Another domestic trophy, maybe. Maybe get a domestic trophy, right? And then. Uh, Make some noise. Make like, some noise. Just make some noise in the Champions League. Like how did it last year? They made some noise in the Premier League. Yeah. Uh, they almost made it. In one thing I want to see is they fixed their away record. Yeah. Especially yeah. with the top yeah. teams. Yeah. But like the one thing, they made noise in the Premier League to the point, like there was a point where Man United was kind of considered potential title contenders. Obviously, after the Arsenal loss, it just fell off. Yeah. But like make that type of noise in the Champions League maybe. And then make that type of noise again in the Premier League yeah. again. But I don't think you're going to win any of those I've yet. Like, I think you're still, like, a year or two away. But there's definitely more you could add as well. Because the thing is, like, you're not, like, dealing with any other league winners. Like, you're dealing with City. Yeah. Right? It's like a dynasty team right yeah, now that no, you got to take down. For sure. Liverpool is going to be better. We know that. Chelsea is going to be better. We know that, right? We don't know how much better they're going to be. But how much Man United to get better, in my opinion, because... Uh, Ten Hag got his guys, right? The difference with last year was he had to play Maguire. He had to, when, especially when Lisandro Martinez was injured, he had to play De Gea. He had to play other center, like McTominay and Fred, even though Fred, in my opinion, had an underrated year last year. Um, now he brought in his guys. Like he wanted Mason Mount. Let's see what he could do. Now pressure's on Ten Hag because he's getting his guys. Now that's where I'm like, okay, I think they will be better because of that reason. Now... Yeah. Man United historically has a bad second year after with a new coach after obviously Fergie. Um, I hope that doesn't happen clearly, right? So, and I'm actually confident. Like I'm excited now. Every team I've been excited for has shot the bed over the last few it years. Has, it hasn't been like great. all these teams on this wall. It genuinely hasn't been great. But yeah, no, I agree with you. I'm just saying that results. I feel like the results will be the same as last year. I feel like we will start off slightly slow. I don't know why. Uh, but we'll pick it up like last year. Yeah. That's that's the way I want to look at it because Onana only had like two preseason games. We'll see now with a proper defense. And we hopefully we get more center back depth. Lindelof, again, underrated year last year. So I'm happy we're keeping him. And Aaron Juan Basaka found his way to stay. Like he's going to get a contract extension apparently now instead of being, for once of being sold to that. But anything else before we move on to the other, other leagues? No, we'll move on because we could talk Man United all day. Yeah. So like... <laughs> So drop your guys' predictions below. Um, who do you think manager of the year, coach of, sorry, uh, player of the year, play, uh, coaches on the uh, hot seat? Oh, one thing we forgot was a uh, golden boot. Oh yeah, oh, Holland. Holland. <laughs> and the other guys in contention for me will be um, Salah. I think Holland. And Salah. if Harry Kane stays, it'll be Harry Kane. But I don't know. Again, it, that's a caveat. If Harry Kane stays, Harry Kane will be challenging it. If not. I will give it to maybe Nico Jackson. He's like their main striker at Chelsea. Who's gonna score goals? I think I think he he's gonna take a year for sure. Or it could be um Cal, uh, Alexander Isak. I want to say Rashford again, but I feel like I feel like it will be a little bit more balanced this year. But I mean, it's Holland, Salah, 
Kane, obviously, if he's still there. Uh, I honestly, I honestly might just say Rashford again. But you're you're the one who said balanced attack. Huh? <laughs> balanced attack. Yeah, no, but like, what if you're scoring a lot of goals? True. Everyone's the thing was that like, it was Rashford, then it was everyone in single digit goals. It could still be Rashford, and like everyone with like you know fourteen, yeah, fifteen goals. Yeah, no. Okay, so with that being said, drop your golden boot prediction winner. Drop your predictions. Call us idiots if you guys want, because I know we're a little biased, but not really. Well, it's it's soccer. Everyone's gonna be biased. Everyone's right? gonna you be biased. Right? Bases, right? Yeah. Everyone's gonna support their team, and if they don't see their team in the top four, they're like, "Oh, you dumbasses! What the hell are you guys are saying?" Yeah. Right? It goes for any sport, right? but like if we leave, it's like say Liverpool's the fifth best team, right? Liverpool fans will be attacking us. Yeah. But uh, Man United fans will be like, "Good job." Yeah. All right. Let's move on to. Other leagues, let's just predict who do you think is going to be the title winner because we didn't follow much of the other. Is Barcelona repeating or do you think Madrid gets it's it? Barcelona. I think Madrid's going to miss Benzema. But they got Jude Bellingham. I, I, you're right. They're, they're missing all their attack, essentially. They're missing their attack. But like the main Barcelona lost Usman Dembele. Now, I don't know how much. Like He's still a loss. But um, I feel like Lewandowski will become even better than last year like just step up because he always he was a he wasn't his classic self but he was still killing it so yeah i agree with you there um obviously i think real will finish second and um, we'll see the rest i don't know because atletico has kind of been meh over the last few years as well yeah then what there's also like villarreal valencia sevilla sevilla what a bad year themselves betis yeah all right so but yeah i think it's barcelona okay syria the winners last year were um who won it last year? Napoli. Napoli. Now, surprisingly, the uh, the guy who was supposed to get sold, Victor Osherman, is still there, right? For, in my opinion, it's still a surprise. At the yeah, end no, of the day. but I think whether he, no matter what Napoli, I think at the end of the day he wanted to stay still. I'm just saying in general, I'm still surprised, right? Like I thought he would have been a Chelsea player, a United player, or Byron player, or something like that, right? Is Napoli repeating in your eyes, or do you think one of them? I don't think Juventus is touching them. Um, because they lost, they might lose Vlahovic and replace him with Lukaku, <laughs> which I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that story. Yeah, in a second. yeah I, I saw that too. Um, but who do you think is gonna win? Do you think AC or Inter will come back up? Yeah, I think it's it's obviously between those four. I think I still think Napoli are the favorites because uh, they didn't really lose anyone, right? Yeah, they lost Kim and Jay though. Their center yeah, back. Yeah, that's huge. That's a big one. But I think I'm a, I'm gonna lean towards Inter here. I'm going to go AC Milan. You're going to go AC? Yeah. Um, they did lose Sandro Tanali, though. Yeah, I think I feel like Inter might be... This is, this is a completely gut feeling. I don't even know what the roster looks like, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rock with... Uh, I'm going to rock with AC Milan. But this, you, know, you know why I'm going with Inter? is because Lukaku's not going to block the block their chances anymore. That's Champions League, though. It still counts, <laughs> right? Like, big games. He still know? had a decent year for them in terms of the league. But Lukaku... <laughs> So you have the room. Okay, so you guys, I don't know if I, we mentioned this before, but just a quick um, update on the Lukaku situation. Lukaku is technically a Chelsea player currently at the moment. So the funny thing was after when he left Man United, he went to Inter Milan. Inter Milan, he had a great year with them. Like, a, like he was old Lukaku again, essentially. Like, his vintage Lukaku. But vintage Lukaku. Then he was rumored to go to City. He's like, hell no, I ain't going no no Manchester City. But Chelsea came calling. That was his boyhood club. Oh, well, uh, that was his like first English club that where he kind of started to make his name a little bit before he went to like West Brom and obviously Everton. So he went back to obviously kind of like the Pogba route with United. Um, struggled immediately. Didn't get along with Tuchel. 
and then pretty much forced his way back to enter but this time on loan and he went to on he went on loan didn't really start Jacko was doing well Latoro Martinez yeah he people have their opinion he was still doing decent for them in the league um he wanted to come back to enter at the end of the year and Inter and Chelsea were working and they still wanted Inter wanted Lukaku back and now here's a twist Lukaku apparently met with Juventus and Inter found out and they're like yeah screw you we we ain't going to negotiate anymore it's and Lukaku's team let him go and they like Joven made a snake sound he snaked them and now word got out now Juventus fans are pissed cuz they don't want Lukaku to the point um you guys should check this out um fans just are typing fans uh, uh fans going onto the field the Juventus field um barging their way onto the field and saying pretty much chanting we don't want Lukaku we don't want Lukaku so If I'm Lukaku, just go to Saudi and get your money. <laughs> just cuz like you're not even wanted there anyways. You're going to get paid in Saudi uh, yeah, anyways. Just get, just get get your bag, you Just know? get your bag. Like Sit you back, you're relax. all-time scorer for Belgium. He's one of my favorite strikers. He definitely fell off. I was so happy when he was at United. He had a decent year. People want to say he had a bad year. Yes, for the price tag he had a decent year. Uh but yeah, so that's the update on the Lukaku situation. We don't know cuz Vlahovic might be in the swap deal with Chelsea. So Vlahovic actually does well. So we, we don't know what's going to happen with Juventus there. Plus, you know, they're not in any European competition so they could be focused on the league fully. So yeah, there's that. But okay, so that's Serie A. You're going with Inter, I'm going with AC Milan. Yeah. Um is ba- Dortmund finally going to do it in Bundesliga or you going to Bayern, man. It's I feel like at this point it's just like not even like, like I don't really believe in curses, but like Toronto Maple Leafs for example or whatever. At this point, it's like it's who they are that I have to like. I have to see it to believe it. So I'm gonna stick with Bayern. As Bayern, and then they might get Harry Kane, as well. So yeah, and then Ligue 1. Let's end it off because we're gonna. This is our transition. PSG, are they still gonna win it? Yeah, nope. I think they'll still do it. Okay, so here's the thing with PSG, right? I don't know what to do because Messi's gone, killing it in MLS. Like he found his joy. Oh, I never see Messi like so happy. Yeah. Like he's genuinely like <laughs> he's genuinely enjoying life again. Mbappe is not even like he's like he'll play, but the problem is PSG is like we ain't going to play you until you sign an extension or, or so. we sell you. And he's reportedly not wanting to like he the thing PSG did offer Mbappe like listen, sign a year extension, but you're gone next year no matter what. Like we'll sell you no matter what. And he rejected that. Now, obviously this is a little bit on I I don't This is where with PSG uh I I'm I'm with PSG do whatever you can to sell Mbappe for sure. Yeah, But even if he doesn't play how does that benefit you? I don't know. Cuz no, Mbappe cuz Mbappe has the control cuz if he's like okay, let's just say Man United want him, right? Or Liverpool want him on a sale. He has to agree personal terms. Now, I don't know how the loan system fully works. There's a loan fee and who pays the wages. So they have to negotiate that as well, right? So There's that situation and news just came out that Neymar wants out. So off the bat my question is is this like the New York Mets or the San Diego Padres of of, yeah, this, like, of European soccer? Spend big and just absolutely choke everywhere. At least City like, did something. <laughs> like yeah, no one gives a shit about the league uh cuz you were going to win it anyways. The fact that you didn't win it two of the years is even more basic. The fact that you that Lille beat you. The fact that um Your league is actually like a competition. Yeah, like it's not dominance by you guys is pathetic itself. You had arguably so, the best player in the wor- world at the time, right? Because some people will argue. I'm saying arguably, even though he's our goat in Messi, 
Neymar was still in his prime. Mbappe is in his prime, <laughs> like young to prime. So the fact you guys couldn't do shit, you still had Marco Verratti. You have Gianluigi Donnarumma in net. So it's not like you had a bunch of bums there. <laughs> Your coaching situation. Absolute shambles. Absolute shambles. That's like, to the point where I don't even, blame Pochettino. Like you can't even get a coach to stay and like control these players. Even right? the guy after Pochettino, uh, Galchier, right, is gone. And now He's you have Luis Enrique. So, as I much mean, as I love Enrique, let's see what he does. I because mean, Enrique, we thought, Enrique shot it with Spain, too. And now, Enrique doesn't have the top guys. Yeah. Realistically. So, <laughs> so I mean, they added uh, Usman Dembele, did Usman well Dembele. there. They added Gonzalo Ramos, famously known for benching Ronaldo in the World Cup. Um, they added those two. They're big pieces. So, they're still fine. They lost Verratti, I believe, to um, Saudi. Saudi. I'll double check that. I'm not 100% sure. But, yeah. Um, PSG's been like literally the Brooklyn Nets of that KD era. Yeah, KD. legit. It is like it's right? literally they, that. Like they just traded. You're getting rid of your best players. You spent all this money and just you didn't do anything at all. Like where where have you gone with the with the front three of Neymar, Mbappe, and Messi? Where where did you go? Um, sorry, Verratti's still there. Okay, just to clear that up. Yeah, that that's big for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he he snubbed the the Saudi league. Okay, makes sense. But yeah, um. I, I don't know, right? Like, you still have, like, Hakimi at the fullback position. You still have Kampambe, um, Marquinhos, right? So, you still have a decent squad. Maybe this helps them, right, to the point. Like, they got all the distractions out. Mbappe is still there, technically. So, we don't know how big of a distraction. Neymar's still there. They're taking down his, like, they're taking down Mbappe's poster out, out of the front of the stadium. And <laughs> this, technically, Neymar's still there, too. Yeah, 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 but I'm just saying, yeah, like, that distraction there. But it's, like, Mbappe not playing gonna be a big distraction because like, at the end of the day it's still killing fucking Mbappe but <laughs> yeah bro no swearing man <laughs> you did too much in the Kanda soccer one oh, I right? know I know I need to cut that back yeah. but um, we're not monetized yet so that's a good thing we're not, we're, we can't get we can't get demonetized if we're not monetized <laughs> yeah exactly but no um, yeah like I don't know what to this PSG team was like arguably it's literally a money franchise um luxury franchise you got jordan brand covering your jerseys and yet you guys are like literally the brooklyn nets the new york mets the san diego padres just choke artists yeah so yeah um i mean but i still agree league on they should win it but i won't be surprised if lele win it again and jonathan david goes insane because he was supposed to get sold too which yeah. is surprising to me um yeah um i think that's it for the european soccer yeah, side we'll, of things. we'll call that there for now yeah i mean just again watch out maybe not this weekend sometime within the next week we'll be dropping our official epl predictions, predictions. um in the meantime you guys drop you guys down below but let's move on uh to the women's world cup nothing really happened after i believe there's a couple of games that happened right yeah but last part recorded like sunday fair. england or oh, england survived nigeria england survived nigeria france so, beat morocco yeah handedly colombia beat jamaica and then, Australia beat Denmark. Then today should be Spain versus Netherlands. Yeah. Right? And then... Tomorrow is going to be J Japan. Japan versus Sweden, which is going to be a big game. Japan and Sweden will be a big game. Spain, Australia, Netherlands, France. Spain and Netherlands will be a big game too. Australia, France, and England, Colombia. So those are your quarterfinals. So like, right, if you think about it, England is like the clear favorite. Eng if I were to rank them, yeah, I'll go England and Sweden. Personally. No, no, I'm talking about like uh, quarterfinal matchup wise. Oh, yeah, like England. Like England, I think England has the easiest matchup. Yeah, Colombia. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, France, Australia is going to be tough. France, Australia Sweden, tough. Japan is going to be tough. And Spain, Netherlands are going to be tough. Yeah, so England should be in the semifinals. I think, I think that Spain, Netherlands might that be That could like, have been potentially Canada, man. Even if we had finished second, let's just say we upset England. That could have been Canada. <laughs> so, uh, whatever. I'm not going to get into that. You guys could check out that video. But we have a slight update on the Canada soccer. So, we should, go, we should talk about that before we move on to the next sport. But, yeah. So, update. Those are the updates watch out um spain netherlands is the first game thursday so that game's at it's actually at a reasonable time yeah, it's at six ten, o'clock is that six yeah oh that's even even better yeah so we could uh you guys could, actually, could actually watch it if you watch want. it um all right canada soccer slight update clearly they didn't watch our video <laughs> so or yeah, they right? did they're like yeah screw these guys they're like like who is this big fat dude tell me what to do (laughs) 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 yeah but no um same thing as i'm as i was saying during that their friend their transfer window sorry their international window isn't going well again they only have one friendly in october however september window they have zero because they don't have financial uh they stated financial constraints and they're playing Japan in October, while other countries around the world would have like four games, three in September, etc. The women's side, they're obviously playing Jamaica in a home and an away match for it to qualify for the World Cup. Sorry, the Olympics. Um, so they're probably focusing on that there. So, yeah, um, that's the update. Don't need to go too much into yeah, it. Like, I'm just, Unless you want to go on a crazy rant now. No, no, I'm <laughs> just going to say this much, right? Like, I don't know how many financial issues you have, but I'm just saying like, if you're anyone at home watching or something, and you, you need to learn about finance, just understand the Canada soccer situation and, and do just the op- do the complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, don't I don't sign know, a 20-year deal. Where the hell is their money going, bro? I don't From understand CSB. this. <laughs> right? Again, so, the, we were supposed to bring a guest on. Hopefully, we could get that done in the future. But yeah, we'll leave that there. Um, don't want to get into it. You guys could, again, tune into that video where I went kind of crazy. <laughs> but yeah, to the point where my mom was yelling at me to stop swearing. <laughs> bro, man, she's like, gala ball right? Yeah, so were like you. Too much, huh? So were you. Yeah, no, but like, mine are more spread out. You you just got it all out in one well, day. Well, yeah, it was, I'm, I'm passionate about this. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, I know you're. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, um, let's move on. Big news happened in the MLB today. We're not going to obviously cover anything massive, but ever since we started the pod, we had a perfect game, a no-hitter, and we have another no-hitter. In his debut game Second at home. Second game. Oh. Home yeah, debut. Yeah, second game. Um, second game overall, but home debut. Yeah. Um, Lorenzen, of course. Michael me. Lorenzen. Michael Lorenzen got traded from Detroit to Philadelphia, Philadelphia who were now, your predictions, kind of looking good for World Series. Um, they added that third Got a no-hitter well. in his second game with the Phillies, um, which is cra- still crazy because you have to still get to know your catcher. Now, obviously, you had two weeks to prep with them, but still, it's no-hitter is... If it was easy, every someone should have done it. The Blue Jays haven't had one in I don't know decades. The Blue Jays only had one in history. One in history. So no perfect games. So exactly. So it's it's um, Michael Lorenzen. Congrats on that feat. Phillies. This is the fifteenth one. Philly yeah, history. Th- Most notably, Roy Halladay had two: one in the playoffs and one in his debut season. Yeah, and then uh, people rest in peace to a legend, by the way. Yeah, but yeah, I think people are gonna say, "Oh, it's just national," but. Still no hitter is still no hitter. No hitter is no hitter, man. Like it freaking, took you're not seeing like who did it. Uh, um, okay, to be fair, the guy got a perfect game against Oakland, but does Oakland get no hit every game? No, no so right? it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so like I'm thinking about um, 
Lorenzen, I think he got five Ks, four walks. So I think his pitch count went up to like 125. So he, I'm surprised he even <laughs> didn't let him finish it, I guess. Yeah. But no, that's insane. I think his first start too, his debut start was like eight innings, two earned runs and as well. So I think Philly just found their third pitcher. Yeah. That could, you know, really help him boost him in the playoffs. And I think they have four, four pitchers right now because obviously has Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola. Now you got Lorenzen. Trey Turner is coming back now. Ranger Suarez, Ronger Suarez. I don't know how you pronounce it. So you got like four pitchers for the stores, four starters that will help you in the playoffs. Yeah. And you already have a decent bullpen. Like you have Kimbrough, you have Sir Anthony Dominguez, Jose Alvarado, and uh, who's the other guy? Gregory Soto, the guy they traded for in the thing. Yeah. So another no-hitter. Let's see. Maybe tune in two weeks. Someone else might get a no-hitter. It's us. Lorenzen's next start against us, by the way. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying in general, like, someone else could get an over. Oh, I know, but, like, if he just gets back-to-back, I think, yeah. if, you're, if you're saying that, it's going to be against both Oh, teams. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, All right, moving on. Let's let's get the, let's go to the fight game. Let's go to our quick fire. The rest are going to be pretty quick topics here. Um, it's Obviously, as you can tell, the bulk of the video is soccer. But quick fire, off the bat, Anthony Joshua is fighting this Saturday. Excited. Now, we mentioned last time Dillian White got uh, tested positive on drugs, some type of drugs. Um, PAD usage or whatever, so he's off officially off. But they replaced him, and there were rumors it could have been um, Ruiz. Uh, Andy Ruiz called him out, but the rumor that which t- turned out not to be true was uh, him, uh, Rockman Jr. Yeah, uh, forgot his first name. He's now the backup for that Logan Paul fight. But um, uh, Hasim Rockman Jr. That's his name. Sorry, uh, but the guy who ended up replacing is Robert Hellenius, and now. This is where me and Joe are kind of laughing here because this is the same guy that got knocked out by Deontay, Deontay Wilder in his second last fight because he came back and had a fight before he accepted this one. Now, it was funny because the knockout resurfaced, right? And we're still looking at it, and I'm looking at the video of how he does like a half arm. Now, those of you guys on audio don't know what like the a, gesture I'm doing. It was like a jab doing. knockout. It was like a jab knockout. Like It was like a tap. And, and it's not even like... A knockout, he just fell to the ground and like... Like he slipped, like he got a contact, fell down. Like he yeah, was no, like... You know, like there's knockouts where like... He got up like after instantly, 10 count, right? Or but like the ref he tripped, like he got contact like, tripped, yeah. Like refs counting out, like, you know, still counting 10. Like how Ryan Garcia... This guy's... Like Ryan, yeah. Ryan Garcia's got stopped. Yeah. This guy was out cold, bro. Like his eyes were bug-eyed. Bro, we thought he died. Yeah, it was bug-eyed. Like, like it was... To the point where Deontay Wilder was crying after. <laughs> like it was really bad. Yeah, but... He's back, which is good to know he's healthy. Good to know he's healthy, yeah. Um, well, like, who knows what's going to happen now. Anthony Joshua, obviously, let's see how he's going to fare against him because clearly he's rumored to fight Deontay Wilder in the future. And I, I don't know if... I don't think he will knock him out in the first round like Deontay Wilder did. But, yeah, that that thing resurfaced and it was hilarious to me, like, how he did that. Like, I don't know how he did that. Hilarious that he didn't get knocked out. I'm saying hilarious yeah. that, like, just like doing a half-arm punch like a, like on a, the corner like a half-ass jab basically yeah. right and that was like wilder's first fight back since the fury lo- third fury fight loss yeah so. the fury loss um all right moving on to ufc big news uh israel adesanya is back he's fighting sean strickland the guy he was supposed to fight was um that south african guy um forget his name on the top of my head here but uh he's injured or he obviously he just fought as well so it makes sense not to fight him but yeah israel adesanya fighting back in his hometown in Australia, not hometown, but home country, um, uh, representing in Australia, in Sydney, UFC 293 on September 9. 
Uh, this will be Izzy's consecutive 11th consecutive UFC title fight. And on that card will also be Tai Tuivasa. We'll be back. Bam Bam. Bam Bam Tuivasa. Uh, versus Alexander Volkov as the co-main event. Makes sense. Tai Tuivasa, I believe, is Australian or New England, uh, New um, Zealand. So I mean, the first time I noticed Tai Tuivasa was with the Nelk, brother, Nelk boys. Shui. And then... Uh, the Shui. Yeah. And then he's also... Well, yeah, drinking out of his shoe yeah. after post-game fight, right, basically, yeah. yeah. So, um... Who doesn't look like a fighter? He, he does like, not look like a fighter, yeah. but... He beat Derek Lewis. <laughs> yeah, and then he, he... beat some big names. He beat big names, so... But then, obviously, eventually lost to Cyril Gaon yeah. for the... Was it interim title? I think it was just, like... No, I think it was a fight night fight in Paris. It was a... Oh, just, like, a normal fight? Yeah, it was a normal fight. Um, because, uh... I mean, it, I don't know if it was for the title, but usually the title fights are on... Or like a num- like a next up for a title. Yeah. Like winner gets title shot type thing. For the heavyweight, Cyril Gaon was the interim. Oh, yeah, Nagano had the belt. Yeah, Nagano had yeah, the belt. Yeah, so yeah. it was like next up, probably. Yeah, it was like next yeah. up. But, um, yeah, so that's the that card. So upcoming main events, next, I think in August, and this month, literally, it's going to be Sean O'Malley. Versus um, Algerman Sterling. Oh yeah, there's beef too, right? Right. September is now Izzy versus Strickland. October, your boy Oliveira is back against Makachev, and obviously that card is stacked. We'll get to it closer, but I know that card is stacked. Um, and then John Jones versus Stipe Miocic in November. Oh, we got some main events. We got some good. It, I think it gets it gets like better and better in my. It gets opinion. better and better. Yeah, like yeah. that John Jones Miocic. That's like, gonna be yeah a fight to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's the fight game. Uh, oh, prediction. Do you think Joshua just wins? Is this weekend? Yeah. yeah. I think Joshua wins. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think it'll be for a Sean knockout. But yeah, yeah, no. I, think I feel jo- like he'll stop him. Yeah, like, Joshua I don't know if he'll knock him out cold because Joshua's last few fights haven't been crazy. But yeah, yeah, but no, I think Joshua will get it. Yeah, I think he'll stop him eventually. But okay, moving on. Do you want to go NFL or do you want to go NBA? Because we have uh, bigger news, I guess, in the NFL. NBA has some news, but there's also a trade rumor that we have to get into. Go NFL. All right, NFL, off the bat. The running back market is kind of weird because, um, as you guys all know, we're Indianapolis Colts fans, clearly by this pennant right here. Um, We already explained our Jonathan Taylor. By the way, thank you for the support on the Jonathan Taylor video, um, as well as that podcast episode. But he's obviously on the pop list still, um, rehabbing, stuff like that. Now, where we're getting into is um, Cream Hunt. Cream Hunt and who was the other guy that went to work out with the Saints? Uh, I'll double was check. another guy? Yeah, no, not a running back, though. It was a different position. It was a, a defensive player, I believe. But anyways, Cream Hunt. This is, I'm going to stick to Cream Hunt. Um, visited the Saints. Visited the Saints. But as soon as he visited the Saints, apparently he got a call or his agent called him through his agent that the Colts wanted to offer him more money more money than the saints now obviously that gave us a little weird pause like okay now you got granted jt contract issue slash injury zach moss injury Dion jackson got injured but we also just signed kenny and drake right so okay we still need a running back now obviously colts fans had a mixed reaction because of cream hunt's past if you guys don't know what happened just google cream hunt and you guys will know we don't want to get into that um and he ended up leaving um, New Orleans. Didn't get a contract. Didn't agree to a contract. Came to Indy, worked out, and didn't today. So Wednesday, 
um, still didn't sign the contract. Supposedly, the I know I forwarded the message or the tweet to you, uh, the post, I guess I could say, uh, that he wants to maybe look elsewhere because if Indy offered that much money, maybe someone else will. Now, I don't know how risky that is because Ezekiel Elliott, risky. Dalvin Cook, <laughs> these guys are still available, like my buddy mentioned. Um, this is hella me, risky because, like, you clearly see what the running game market is like. So, how much did the Colts offer? I don't know. I mean, like, because JT's making close to five million on his rookie deal. Yeah, is it JT money? I don't know. <laughs> like, it, it can't money? be. Is it like, like, it can't be because it's risky. Because if you walk away from that money, you might not get that money back. You might not get a visit again. Yeah, right. Like, I don't think Cook and Ellie has gotten that many visits. Right. Yeah. Like, the fact that you got two visits and a team wanted to offer more money and you turned away thinking that more teams are going to come and give you more money, yeah, yeah, that's not happening. (laughs) So, that's the side of things. Obviously, as Colts fan, I don't know what to feel about this because I still want JT playing. I'd rather have JT. I still feel like JT will play week one and he'll ball out maybe the first couple of weeks and get his contract because, again, Ursay has a history of giving money. Now, how how much is Ursay pissed off because of JT's agent? We don't know about that, but going with the history of the Colts, as risky as Ursa does the business because he does pay non-premium positions a lot of money, except for the quarterback, obviously. Um, you know, a guard isn't like a premium position, right, compared to a left tackle. And same thing with the linebacker position that Der- uh, Shaq Leonard plays. So, yeah, um, something to keep an eye out for. Um, sticking with the running back market a little bit, former Colt, Marlon Mack, tore his Achilles again. Yeah, just signing with second, the second time he did it just signing with the Cardinals once with the Colts uh, now with the Cardinals now with the Cardinals so it really sucks especially that big of injury twice as definitely takes a toll yeah and especially with the running backs already getting done we, we don't even know if you could probably potentially probably the last time we hear of Marlon Mack but hopefully not yeah um, Anthony Barr was the other guy the linebacker that went with Cremont um Going transitioning to a little bit of a tougher news here. Obviously, people know Henry Ruggs of what happened with the car accident. Again, you guys could Google it. I don't know. It happened last year or the year before. Um, also, summarize it. He got into a car accident, high speeding, killed the driver and the dog, I believe. Um, yeah, he was uh, under the influence as well, right? Uh, I'll fact check that. I don't want to. I think he was that's why he was speeding that much because I think he was I think uh, yeah I'll double check I I know he was just speeding but anyways um his obviously got kicked out of the league like the Raiders released him talented player he was the first the first wide receiver of the off that board of that year's wide receiver class speedy wide receiver speedy wide receiver definitely was the number one receiver at that time when uh, the Raiders had him because they didn't have Devontae Adams then so Derek Carr's favorite option, him and Darren Waller. Yeah. So then so, we're like, oh, okay. Then this news comes out. We're like, okay. Yeah. So you're right. It was under the influence, resulting in death of a, of a, twenty-three year old and her dog burning to death. So I don't want to put too many images out there, but in terms of in your guys' uh, mind, but that's what happened. And today was his, I guess, hearing, and he got three to ten years. Now, obviously, we don't know how much of the with three minimum for sure i don't know how much we don't know u.s law we're not going to get into the u.s law um yeah so it's uh three years obviously seems a little less i don't know again we don't know the law 
um, considering it was a DUI as well. So. Yeah, and the resulting in death obviously does it just makes it even a worse situation, even more of a tragedy as well. And then, like, if you like hear the stuff about it, like Henry Ruggs, like what you heard from teammates at his time, or what you heard from uh, Nick Saban at the time, were like, because he's like a genuine good dude. Yeah, like, but he just made, made a, a terrible mistake. decision. Yeah, similar to the Humboldt situation, where the obviously that one hits a little bit different. There's in Canada and uh, Punjabi driver differences. I think he actually he wasn't under the influence, but he was just it was dangerous driving. He wasn't trained properly. You know, he ended up getting I think seven, but he actually admitted he didn't even bother going to court. He's like, I know I messed up, and again, I'm not gonna get into that. It's a little touchy subject for us. We're not that type of pod, but we had to share the news here. Um, for that um now tough transition johnny manzel um quickly um people know his time being a party animal in college heisman winner um gets to the league fell in a draft fell out of the league fell in a draft fell in the draft got drafted out of the league drafted by the browns then struggled followed the league Went to the CFL, CFL. Had a year with Montreal. On a little, like got he got was, picked up by he, Hamilton, but got traded to Montreal. Yeah, got kicked out of that league somehow for whatever reason. I I don't even know why he got. Kicked yeah, out then of he that. went to like the AAF, I believe it was. And then in some other league recently, he has a doc coming out. It looks like a sick doc to watch. He admits to like almost committing suicide after the Browns exit, where the gun jammed. Um, I believe again. Uh, this is what has been said and in terms of like even like he's like <laughs> i watch like kind of like jamarcus russell i watch a zero f- like he admitted like i watch zero film like zero film so the fact that he was balling in college doing all the shit he was doing passing drug tests left right and center he thought it would have passed in obviously the nfl clearly didn't i mean the fact that you didn't call it slapped him in the face yeah jamarcus russell all over again in my opinion yeah um then now it's good to see he's figuring his life out now but what could have been? Yeah, it's genuinely what I think it's been, out right? on Netflix, so you guys could probably tune in. But yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a story to see for sure. Like, I'm just thinking, like, if you're doing all this stuff in college, like, it's college yeah, football. Po- dude, remember, I remember watching like TSN or like Sports Center or Sportsnet, sorry, or sh- sharing like his behind the scenes or even like ESPN clips on YouTube of what the shit he was doing behind the scenes, partying like with Drake, then, I believe, and stuff. So, and then yeah. you're winning Heisman trophy. And you won a Heisman. Like, the talent was there. It's not like the talent wasn't there. Yeah. It was just like, now when you get in the NFL, it's not just talent, it's just hard Everything. work as well. Yeah, like, there's a reason why Tom Brady is probably, the argue, not argue, he is the GOAT. Yeah. Right? Like, he was a sixth-round pick. So, yeah, there's Tom, a reason why Brock Purdy is now the starting quarterback of the um san francisco 49ers as mr irrelevant the last pick of the draft yeah i mean like johnny manzel watched zero film and then there's r- news in cold camp where anthony richardson doesn't stop watching film <laughs> yeah so check it out it, it might be a good watch um obviously i'm gonna try to see if i get to watch it sometime soon but yeah um let's move on to the last thing let's get to the nba um off the bat we got some news uh josh hart has officially extended i thought he already did but he officially extended his contract four years 81 million dollar deal um so rough rough, just over 20 million a year deserved in my opinion like dudes uh dudes a workhorse like every team would want this guy on your team yeah you want him you want him as a mentor you want him as like a hustle guy the good six six four getting like 10 rebounds a game 
right? I loved him on the. I loved him on the Lakers. I wish we didn't trade him in that AD package. We but had to. Good defender. Yeah, great, good defender. Streaky three point shooter. He had a struggle. He struggled yeah, with Portland. There was, there was but he, when he went when he got traded to New York, he killed it. For was, the wasn't there a playoff game? I don't know. If it, I think it was against the Cavs, where like him and Jalen Brunson played like forty eight minutes. Not. I know Jalen Brunson did. I don't know about him. I don't know if it was him or someone else, but I know there are two guys that play forty eight yeah. minutes. But yeah, I know. Um, obviously, Josh Hart currently on Team USA for a reason. Um, yeah, congrats, Josh Hart. Uh, you got your payday. Now. I'm going to transition this to slightly because to your Raptors a little bit. Before we get to the Pascal trade rumors, OG Ananobi wants roughly $30 million a year. A, is this a good comp? B, would you pay him $30 million? Uh, $30 million is a lot for OG. Considering Josh Hart's getting twenty a lot for A lot for Fred as well. So it's still well, Fred's different. Like, I know, but I'm saying if, if it was a lot for Fred, it's a lot for OG still. Um... Uh, yeah, I mean, well, Fred's getting you're 40, gonna, yeah. but oh, that's a different story. Yeah, but like I'm just saying, it's a lot for Fred. It's a lot for OG. Yeah. Uh, thing with OG is like he's a good player, but he was all injuries. defensive team this year, right? Second team. I think so. I think he got it. I mean, he should be in it, in my opinion. Yeah. Because he is a god defender. So there, there's another reason. Yeah, but like the thing with OG is like injuries, right? Yeah. Like every time this guy has a good stretch of games, right, offensively and defensively, where he's playing both sides of the floor. Gets injured, out for two or three weeks, and then can't really go back to the same level again. NBA steals leader as well. So he has a little bit of a resume on the defensive side already. He has and a resume, And he's been yeah. snobbed before. Like you said, injuries is a big thing. Again, I would have still traded him for those four firsts that were potentially there. I don't know if they're still there. I would, like I said, I, I agree with you that there should be a clean slate, but just build around Scotty. Even Gary Trent at the most yeah, could stay. But, but the thing is that... But they're trying to build around OG both of these and guys. Scotty, yeah. And he compliments them in a way. Now, how? Because OG can be unrealistic because he does say he wants ball handling duties, but we know his handle is like Jalen Brown level <laughs> at times. Yeah, but. it's not great, right? So, yeah, no, I just wanted to throw that out there because of this. I do have a question for you before. Uh, um, yeah, I'll ask it right now. Is there? A, I was listening to this on the radio too, or not radio on through the wire, and I want to bring it here. Do you correlate overpaid and overrated together? Or do you think there's two separate things? Because in my opinion, there's two separate. Um, they're two separate things. Okay. I mean, overrated is like hype. Yeah. Type so thing, like right? for me, like Fred Van Vliet, for example, overpaid. We both agree, hundred percent. Yeah. Dylan Brooks, same thing, hundred percent. The thing with overrated though is like no one's saying Fred is a top five point guard in the league though. That's in my yeah, opinion, that's hype. overrated. That's yeah, hype. yeah, yeah. Right. Like people are still considering Fred fringe top ten. For sure, top 15 probably. Like, they're still rating him correctly, but he's still overpaid. But he's overpaid, yeah. Right? Dylan Brooks, I feel like, you depend again, I don't think he's overrated either because no one's putting him in the top. Yeah, because everyone everyone calls him shit. Yeah, but again, I feel like, in in that fact, I think he's slightly underrated because of his defense alone. But we're not going to get into that. Like, for me, you know me, and I know you're very similar. We don't really hate on players a lot. Like we have, we know people that do. On obviously, Twitter is a different animal. I'm talking about in personal lives. That oh yeah, this guy shit, this guy blah blah blah. Right? Like me, I just watch the game for the game. I don't think overrated, underrated is a big thing unless something massive is being thrown. Like yeah, for the sake, of, I know we do our um, classic um, shorts and TikToks on overrated, underrated. That's just for the sake of content, right? But 
even like in general like no one in my opinion is like fully overrated underrated it's just like yes if i do hear jalen brown's a top five player sure that's i'm gonna say that's overrated but or like he's a number one option i think that's overrated for sure then i'll say that but at the same time it's like i feel like everybody's rated properly it's just because the pay makes them they people like to call no, like that. no there's it depends there's like some I people said, yeah there's some people gonna be hyped up more than others i'm not gonna team. listen to the person's there's fan base like yeah. if the celtics fan is saying that i'm gonna just take yeah, that as obviously. a biased fan obviously yeah but, no, yeah. but like yeah, so you could that, then that, that case you're like okay you're overrating your player yeah that still counts right you could still say they're overrated there's nothing wrong with saying that or they're underrated the thing with just the, rate them properly the you rate, don't have to say that yeah i know yeah no but yeah. like i'm just saying in general like there's some things like the networks and everything else the media just hype up some teams more than others some players more than others right so like i was and it's also your personal thing. Like, there's also teams that you're high on, right? Yeah. I'm, pre- I'm assuming you're high on the Lakers this year. This year, yeah. Yeah, but if, but like, like, if they disappoint, you're like, okay, example, they were overrated. Perfect example in baseball, Texas Rangers. I was on. I was like, people are underrating these guys, so I was high on them, and they've proven me right. Like now, in your eyes, they're probably underrated because of that. Yeah. Right. Like the Orioles, for and example, were like highly underrated at the beginning of the year, but now as the season went on, now you could say they're perfectly rated because they're sticky to that. Pittsburgh was a team because they were overrated. Because look at them now, the Pirates. No, not really. Pittsburgh because they were supposed to be bad. No, at the beginning of the year they were underrated. And then they went like then they went to normally rated. Yeah, no, but I'm saying they were just they were supposed so to be So at the beginning of the year, people right still say I think they're overrated because that they they felt like oh yeah right. But I mean yeah, but people have their own every, opinion. And yeah, exactly. But like you can't over the thing with overpaid and overrated. Overrated is hype, like I said. The thing with overpaid is it brings a spotlight. To the thing that's why right like so said. once you have the spotlight and obviously if you're fred for example you're gonna have to pay like a 40 million player but if you're not playing like a 40 million player everyone's gonna think you're overrated but that's not the case that's because a, yeah you're not a top five point card exactly. if you're getting top five point yes, card money two different things so i i, I, yeah. okay, I thought we we're gonna have a full argument about this but no okay so you agree yeah same thing i think we i think we share the same opinion here um bust injuries is greg Oden a bust in your opinion but or is he not because it's not really his fault that he was injured because like uh, injuries people love like for example Kawhi Leonard in your opinion is he overrated I don't think so because no. when, he, when he's on the court when he's on the court Kawhi's a beast yeah like you could argue AD I agree with that sure like AD, I'm not, like AD yeah because AD because he's like inconsistent inconsistencies. yeah like Kawhi Leonard on the court has Kawhi never seen, I've never seen him oh, well, maybe he's had like obviously the bubble but for the most part like he's, he's consistent been, he's been consistent right now people are gonna be like, "Well, he's overrated because of the injury." I feel like that's two different things. So my question to you now is, how much does injury play a factor in this overrated, underrated conversation, or in no, not in, in, in bust level? It's not in. It's not for me. Not not as much in the overrated, underrated. But if for the bust conversations, kind of is because I can't really say that. You like, it kind of does correlate with it. But like, okay, better than it. Let's does just with say the like overrated a, like side. Greg Oden blew out his knee right that's pretty much that's what happened he messed up his leg he got injuries you can't really say like or unless he's like doing some jamarcus russell shit like he doesn't give a shit and then got injured because he's like eating all the time not exercising like, that's a whole different story but if it's a bust like sorry if it's an injury like you know Kawhi leonard or anthony davis type injuries and he kind of he couldn't come like jamarcus cousins you're not gonna call him a bust now because yeah, like no, once well, upon a time, Demarcus Cousins was us. He yeah, should, no, you can't. That, but that's like, a different I'm story. Just saying, I'm just saying, like, those, let's just story. say that Demarcus Cousins injuries happen in his first rookie year. Is he considered a bust? I, well, what like, would you, you can't blame what, Sacramento. What, what word would you use then? I just said, like, you can't rate him. 
because like you can't blame Sacramento for but, picking him at the time. But then now, but it's also a wasted pick. You don't blame like now it looks. But like, it's also a wasted. It's a wasted pick. But the problem is, like for example, like obviously I'm not gonna bring death. In. Death is a whole different thing. Like you literally can't control that, right? I was, like for example, Luke Burdon. Yeah. Um, that's a whole different conversation. But what I'm like Len Bias, for example. But like with Greg Oden is. Like it's not port. Like people are gonna say, oh yeah, it's a bust because KD was second, okay. But you can't blame Portland for picking get Greg Oden at the time because he was at the time probably the, uh, from what I know, was the guy. There was a reason why he was gonna go first. You can't control injuries, right? Like who knows when someone's knee could just give out out of nowhere, right? It's different if he's not doing shit like he was supposed to be doing. Now I don't think that was the case for Greg Oden. That's like like Anthony Bennett's a whole different situation. Like he his performance labeled him a bust. Yeah. Whereas Greg Oden, I don't think it was the case. Cause like now if he comes back from that injury and he performs like Boogie Cousins, that you can't really t- correlate it too much either. Because for me, like I don't consider injuries bust. It's just because like you can't control. You don't know what's gonna happen at any time. Like it's it, football. It's a contact sport. Anything could just happen in the first hit of the game. Right, so that that's my opinion, at least. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's more of a correlation than the overrated, underrated conversation, like injuries, like because there's no other way you could describe it. Like, what else are you gonna describe it as? Right, like it's either like oh, he didn't pan out for you because of injuries, right? But the thing is, he you're also gonna say people are gonna focus out he didn't pan out for you. That's like I, I I disagree with that just because like the injury because like he didn't panel no, like Jake Fortana didn't panel because he was shit like he didn't yeah. work hard like that's but, a yeah, true definition of a bust the, the, but the focus is he didn't pan out that's the words that's the words people are gonna hear yeah I mean right? I get that but I, like, I, I, I if, just, you could, if you could find but realistically though. I gotta look at the injury and if it's like that in a serious injury you can't blame the guy for getting a serious injury I know I'm not saying either. that but I'm just saying like that, I'm just saying that in my personal opinion that's there, my that's this how has I like, look at uh, it but I'm saying that this has more of a correlation than the uh, the one we discussed about before and uh like I don't know maybe just someone needs to find like a new word for it like a new because like the same thing at the quiet at, like I know he's played before but I'm saying like now people like if Kawhi Leonard is playing, he's probably top five in the league. Would you agree with that? If he's yeah, hundred percent. But people are not, uh, are gonna say like, oh yeah, he shouldn't be because of the injuries. Now I judge m- like my ability. Like my, if I were to like judge a player, I judge it on his play of basketball. Like I think Kawhi Leonard is a top five basketball player. Now yes, you gotta throw the injury prone factor a little bit, but at the same time, no, it's you like, gotta put a factor in because like. But how much of a factor? If he's not on the court, right? You can't really compare him to a guy that's probably up and coming like more like say Devin Booker right who's getting into that um uh, but like super, but you would agree that Kyle right? is a better player than Devin Booker is right yeah now. no but like we can't I'm just saying in general like, like we player. can't like when when Kawhi when we sweet Kawhi we 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 saw baby Devin Booker but now we're seeing Devin Booker full form but yeah we can't compare Devin Booker to full form right now because Kawhi's not on the court so it's but kind Ka- of uh, kind of difficult. the two games Kawhi did play he fucking busted their ass so like that's at the same time with KD and yeah, no, I'm, I'm using no. it as an example yeah yeah, but, um, yeah it's, it's it's a tough discussion like I view injuries differently than many other people do right like obviously we have a cousin that thinks like if he's an injury point you get rid of him no matter what but I say you take a risk at certain things for example Anthony Davis right Kawhi Leonard right guys like that Greg, Greg back to the draft pick thing for me like Greg Oden's not a bust in my opinion that's just me because like I, you can't control that. Like an injury could happen at any time. 
That's, yeah, I know. That, that's just me. Yeah, I know, but like, it's still considered, like, obviously people are still going to consider it. Like, I'm, I'm in the middle, right? Like, because at the end of the day, I'm in the middle. We, for, I'm definitely in the middle for like the Kawhi Leonard, yeah, Anthony no, no, Davis, like, but, but for, for the draft pick, pick, I'm like I'm not in the middle. I yeah, think no, it's but like I'm in the middle. Like I'm not gonna say he's a boss, boss, but I'm also not gonna say like I'm still gonna say they like you know like you would agree. Jake Cannon is more of a boss. They wasted a pick. Yeah, obviously that, that's yeah. a different story. Or like Anthony but Bennett or whatever. Like uh, I'm like with the Greg Oden thing is like he's not a bust, but it's also he didn't pan out. So, like, what do you consider him as? That's the type of thing, right? Like, for you, Anthony like, Davis is a, not a bust because he did technically pan out. It's just, like, now he's getting the injuries. The way, well, that's different. Like, that's no, I'm just, like, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just confirming the way you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because Anthony Davis did pan out. Yeah, I'm not saying Anthony yeah. Davis is a bust. I didn't no, say you were saying that. I'm just confirming something. I'm just comparing it. Yeah. I didn't say no, but that. that's a different situation. Greg Gordon didn't even play. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying, like, for you, because he didn't pan like out the from Pelicans, the beginning. Like, you, you, I don't consider that a waste for a Pelicans. Because he, because he still paid for them. Yeah, like, yeah. The, but, but for Portland, I consider it a waste because Greg Oren couldn't even get on the court. And then court. Kevin Durant went. It doesn't help when Kevin Durant goes second. Yeah, and then the spotlight, especially when you're... Yeah, no, I, I, again, we'll agree to disagree a little bit there because like, for me, I don't think it's a bust because you can't control that injury. But comment what you guys think below. Um, good conversation to have, though, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go back. Pascal trade. Um, so reportedly by Sham, so it, it, it is legit. Well, we would assume it's legit because it's Shams. Obviously, Atlanta Hawks are trying to replace John Collins, and obviously Pascal fits that mold. Pascal wants to resign. We already know that situation. Well, we don't have to get into that. The trade offer was multiple picks. AJ Griffin, for son of former, uh, now former Raptors assistant, now Bucks head coach Adrian Griffin, and DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, I mean. Players wise, Raptors like, rejected it. Yeah, no. Players wise, I could get why they rejected it. We don't know the, what the picks were, so obviously we're not going to. Yeah, look, for me, it's like DeAndre Hunter kind of fell details. off. Like I thought DeAndre Hunter had a decent year. Apparently, he didn't. He did not. Um, like I was hoping he would be that OG Anobi role. Obviously, you you would want like in that case, you want like OG Anobi type player in return. Dejounte Murray can't get traded until like yeah, Murray's a couple like, of like a month. Like, like they have they have nothing player wise to give up. So that's what I'm saying. Now, now you guys have to find a third team trade yeah. to figure something out, whether that be Portland, whether that be or four team in Miami. But yeah, um, there's that. Like I could see like throwing in Tyler Hero, for example, could yeah. sweeten that up a bit. But like, yeah, I mean, as like from what I'm seeing, obviously it's, it's still gonna seem like he's gonna get traded. Yeah, because they're saying it's inevitable. But yeah, but we like, don't know. We don't know. We gotta find. You're a still partner. on the. You're still on that. Train, yeah, trade right? him now, right? There's no yeah. point. What the hell? And like, OG, you gotta figure out if what he wants because he's a free agent and you don't want to have a. You whole fucked Fred. up with Fred. You you don't want a whole Fred situation either. So yeah, like you messed or up with Ky- Fred. Well, Kyle, you ended up getting a sign and trade, but, but that's still useless because we had a much bigger package in the yeah. trade deadline. But they overvalued him. They over. They didn't. Yeah. Get rid of Fred in time. Got lost him for nothing, and then don't do that with Siakam, and you know what, OG as well. Yeah. All right, moving on. Just final thing, very quickly. FIBA training camps have begun. Team USA already played. My boy Austin Reeves apparently was balling out. Um, Paolo Bencaro might be starting center or playing number or playing five more, not starting center because Jaron Jackson will be that. But according to Steve Kerr, he'll be playing the five more. Uh, Canada side of things, they lost to Germany today, and Jamal Murray might be questionable. Yeah, that's that's, that's the thing that one. hurts because um, obviously we would have had the best backcourt in my opinion, at least from in our knowledge yeah but um yeah so jamal marie obviously played 
till June. So the fact that he even committed was kind of surprising, but we were happy. So he's not he hasn't traveled to Europe with the team. So hopefully he will end up traveling, I believe, to Indonesia, where they're starting off at, and ends up playing because we need to see it. either even if he doesn't play, it's still the greatest roster Kanda has sent. But it takes a huge hint because Corey Joe is not playing, no longer. Um, O'Shea Brissett, no, sorry, not O'Shea Brissett. Was it O'Shea Brissett? Uh, I didn't see uh, it. I, don't, I remember I was talking to you about it yesterday. But there was a couple of guards that are no longer playing. Um, Kevin Pangos is not playing. He's a FIBA guy in general. But yeah, so hopefully Jamal Murray plays. That's the key. But just kind of hands be ready for if he doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. all I gotta say. Um, on the other injuries I saw were Chris Tapps might 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 not play for Latvia. Okay, because I think he hurt his leg or something, and yeah. we'll see. So obviously that World Cup starts in a couple of weeks, so we'll keep it short. We'll preview that later on down the line. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe. We had a lot of good discussions, I think, today. So, you know, comment your guys' thoughts on your guys' soccer um, predictions. Give us your thoughts on the whole overrated, underrated conversation. Is a dr- uh, injury a bust in your guys' eyes? We will, we would love to hear this conversation down in the comments below. Um, make sure you guys follow all our socials. You know, rate, review the audio platform, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.